Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, weary traveler. Need a short rest? Oh, I see. They said you'd be showing up about now. Come on, through the portal. Best not keep the Lord Mistress and Lord Master waiting. You know how they get. Robots Radio presents The Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. The best way for everyone from experienced dungeon masters to those curious about D&D to learn more about the worlds, creatures, and lore of Dungeons and Dragons. Hello and welcome to the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. My name is Sergio. And I am Mary. And if you have checked the calendar then you may notice we are now in the month of June. And these next few months, they uh, they tend to be a little bit hot. Sure. Um, sure. A little bit hot in Texas. And depending yeah, depending on on where you where you live geographically, uh, it might be a little bit more than hot. Um, here where the tower is located on the plain of Texas, uh, it's it's sometimes it feels like it's hotter than hell. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, there like, is soup and it's hotter than the hotter than the nine hells here. Yeah, but I was gonna say, you know what is as hot as hell? Is it hell? Is hell, it, hell hell is, is it as one hot of as the hell. layers? Well, all the layers are mm-hmm. all the layers of hell are hot. <clears throat> That's and, true. And we are nothing we we maybe like, we're nothing uh if we we love having theme episodes we love we do we love having a nice theme <sighs> and and mary suggested that we we talk about the the nine hells since it's, it's hot a, outside uh, uh-huh. let's talk about how hot it is in the nine layers of hell i'm here for it where are we gonna start well you might think you know that we Thanks. we start at the beginning right we stop at the the top layer 
of hell uh, in the in the D and D cosmos. Like an elevator. I mean, yeah, a like elevator. You you did that on purpose. I have been preparing for this moment my whole life. <laughs> no. <laughs> so you... uh, yeah, no. Elevator came up as soon as as I learned that there were nine layers of hell. <laughs> like I was like, oh, you take the elevator down, right? You take yeah, you take it course. down, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's obvious. So, uh, so you would think we would start with the with the uh, the top most layer, which mm-hmm. is Avernus, but haha, you would be wrong because again, if we if 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 we love if we love one thing more than like doing theme episodes, <laughs> it's uh rolling dice. It's true. <laughs> and so, uh, how do we, we roll... choose? Why don't we roll for it? Yeah, we, we just rolled for it, and so we rolled a ten sided die mm-hmm. uh, with with the ten being a reroll. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, the ninth and most bottom layer of the nine hells is what came up first. So we're Gotta starting all the way foundation. at the bottom. We're starting all solid the way at the foundation. bottom. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, nice let's... thick bottom layer to support the rest of the hells. Exactly. So let's let's go ahead and get this party started. Let's go. So we're gonna talk Nessus, hundreds of miles below Malodomini and Kanya lies Nessus, the ninth hell. Black, icy rifts beneath Kanya's glaciers plunge down to the fiery heart of the hells to link the two layers. Nessus is home to the mighty Asmodeus and countless legions of powerful devils. Few indeed are those who have looked upon its flaming rifts and infernal fortresses and returned again to the mortal world. I just love it. I love, I love, I love setting the scene. I, yeah, I don't even have a smart ass comment this time. <laughs> that's just, I, that's just badass. Just, just let's, yeah, let's, let's go. Just, I let's got just nothing. dig right in. <laughs> here for it. I'm here for it. So, as I said, uh, Nessus was the ninth and deepest layer of the nine hells of Abator, uh, and also the end point of Asmodeus's fall, which we will get to later in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's not much that anyone in the mortal world knows about the lair. Uh, for the, like I said, there are few souls who have gotten in, and even fewer that can be counted on one hand who have gotten out. And so, the a lot of the material, a lot of the lore that we get, is comes from comes from fiends, comes from devils. So, as a result, not the most reliable sources. Everything with a grain of salt, for sure. And I I love that aspect of it because. There's some information. There's some re- uh, in my uh, that I found in my research. Some lore mm. that contradicts each other, and oh, interesting. That's fine because like one devil could be telling you a lie, one thing, while the other one is telling you another lie, and the truth is somewhere in the middle. Or they could both be telling the truth, and uh, perspective. Absolutely, is a thing. Uh, speaking of the fiends of this level, they're highly mm-hmm. sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't take many chances on deals. So you always hear hear about that, like deal with the devil. Uh, mm-hmm. If they were to uh, make some kind of deal, you can be rest assured that it's definitely skewed it to their advantage. It's yeah. Uh, and this is their stronghold. This is this is their 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 house and home. They don't right. let strangers roam around uninvited. Man, because think about the layers of security. Oh yeah, we'll definitely get to that. They've oh, good. they're definitely secure. 
Good, good. So uh, if you happen to find yourself in Nessus, which I'm, I'm sorry if you do, I don't know. I don't know. Also, shame on you. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know what you've done. Uh, but maybe maybe you're there for a good reason. Maybe you're there as a hero. Uh, we actually, in, in the middle of the show, uh, actually for every, um, we'll be highlighting the same uh, the same content during the mm-hmm. during the hotter than the nine hell series, right? So because for this entire series, we've got a so specific, good. a specific thing for the uh, entirety of it. No, yeah, and it's and and in it, you you will travel to each of the nine layers, and so there could be a good reason for you to be there, aside from being you know a, a terrible person, scallywag. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> scallywags. So, if you uh, scallywags, all of them, all of them, down to the ninth level. It's like you, you kiddos are acting like a bunch of scallywags. Do you want to end up in Nessus? <laughs> uh, and then I knock on the door. Hey, did you call my kid a scallywag? Like, look, I know he's been a little butthead lately, but but look, scallywags bit heavy, sir. He's Mind been, your tongue. There's ladies having, present. Some woman having, faints. <laughs> he's been having nightmares about Nessus for two <laughs> weeks now. Um, the Nessmares. Nessmares. So, so what can you expect to see while you're there? Well, uh, think of the nine hells as uh, an inverted mountain. And okay. so Nessus would be at the peak of this mountain. Uh, okay, the lowest... so the bottom of the iceberg. Right, right. And so okay. it's the lowest area in all of Bator. Mm-hmm. Yet uh, it affords the best view of the rest of the plain. So uh, come for the view, stay for the flames. Uh, Nessus is spherical in shape. Mm-hmm. A cavern surrounding the dark core of the poisoned world of Vator, uh, consisting of winding crevices and these great flame-filled gulfs. I bet that they cook better barbecue than anyone else, though. I mean, like, they would have to, right? You'd have to stop at the Nessus barbecue. Or, or the barbecue's awful. And that's the true hell. That's the true hell. You go to the place it should be. That's yeah. No, that's it. Mystery solved. As a Texan, that made me really sad. (laughs) Take my hat off in reverence. Oh yeah, I I feel like yeah. My honorary twenty gallon hat that you get whenever you become a Texan. It's just given to you. Just given to you at the hospital. It's given Mm -hmm, to your parents, mm -hmm, and then they mm -hmm. you get the lasso at ten. And then they give you, and then they put it with your birth certificate. Yeah. And your spurs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, it's similar, uh, to the tunnels of Malodomini, uh, okay. but the tunnels of Nessus more often than not have no floor and instead just drop, you know, scores and scores of miles, like just dozens upon dozens, if not hundreds of miles down to rivers of molten rock. Uh, huh. and beyond that, it's just, it's featureless. It's a featureless plain with jagged edges. Like there it's, it's like a, it's literally a wasteland with giant like chasms and canyons and engulfs and, and, and flames and like there's like nothing it, like spooky to it except the fact that there's just, like nothing there which is spooky in and of itself it's barren and flamey and not pleasant yeah but it's a dry heat so it's fine like if oh, you so it's arizona any, yeah it's, yeah i i mean yeah it, although i would i feel and this is just based on humidity Nobody from the H come at me, but I feel if uh, hell were to have a tr- like any kind of climate, it would be like Houston. 
it oh, would be absolutely humid and miserable. I was thinking Death Valley, but that's fair. Oh, I mean, that's a dry heat, though. I can manage that. I don't know, man. I uh, yeah, we agree I don't to disagree. Like we play the air is soup. But yeah, that's terrible. Um, so, but it's huge. It's uh, Nessus is about uh, twenty five hundred miles or four thousand kilometers from okay. east to west, uh, and then from north to south. It's about a little less than half that, so it's um eleven hundred miles or eighteen hundred kilometers, and all of which is it's floating in this endless red void. Mm. Uh, and like I said, um, it's a featureless plane except that except for the you know it being scarred by chasms and ravines that are sometimes several thousand miles deep. Sometimes they're uh they're these ditches are little more than just gashes on the surface of the land, only a few feet deep. Uh, others mm-hmm. are deeper than anyone could imagine, extending hundreds or even thousands of miles down they through the ground. They just keep going. Just keep going, and it's and it's the ninth is is just crisscrossed by these rifts and trenches, all cutted, oh. all, all cutted, all cut uh, into it the blasted shredded. land. It's shredded like like some good barbacoa. Um, mm. Mm. <laughs> so. Uh, like I said, it, they they range from a, f- a few hundred feet to thousands of miles, and it's possible to fall for hours before hitting the bottom, which, I mean, at some point, you just have to be bored, right? Like, you're just like, like, just at, like, at first, you're terrified. You're thinking like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And then after- man, I wish like, I hadn't peed myself like an hour ago. <laughs> then after like a couple of hours, you're just like, can this just, this, this truly is hell. Can this just okay, end? Okay, so we've got that- that's the hell falling forever oh geez um it's like waiting in line for the texas giant but there's no but at the end you just die which so the old texas giant so the old texas giant um (laughs) so additionally there um the plane is frequently ravaged by these fiery windstorms fire tornadoes Fire tornado. So the <laughs> so these uh firestorms of Nessus. Mm-hmm. Um so the rifts of Nessus, they're periodically swept by these racing walls of fire, driven by furious winds like a gargantuan blast furnace. Oh. Uh these firestorms are dangerous to any creature not resistant or immune to fire damage. And this is all, I believe this is um uh, from fourth edition lore uh so obviously you can uh if you want to use this in in a 5e game or even in an old in an older edition you can you know tweak it to 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 fit to to fit okay. the the current system that you're using right um but the firestorm attack it's uh like i said several hundred feet long five to ten feet deep and ten to sixty feet high so when it first that appears, is... yeah, it's huge. It's, I mean, it's, there's like n- probably no escaping it. Like several hundred feet long, like you, like you're going to have to, you're going to have to like just weather the storm essentially, but I'm, <laughs> see, that's how I, I know. 10 foot deep and then 60 feet tall. My brain's, I'm just, I'm still building it in my head. And several and hundred just... feet long. So it's. Yeah. There's just, nowhere on the table you're safe. My brain is picturing the Great Wall of China, but on fire. That's what my brain chose for the I mean, starting image. Yeah, yeah. 
That's pretty but not the full, obviously not the full distance, but. Uh, so when the firestorm first appears, uh, you roll, uh, the DM will roll initiative for it. And mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. its turn, it sweeps across a battlefield from one side to another, moving 1d12 squares on each of its turns. Now, this wall attacks all creatures it contacts when it advances, as well as any creature that is pushed into it or otherwise enters it during the round. Uh, it's a plus 22, it says plus 22 versus reflex, which is 4e talk. Uh, it sounds pretty, uh, pretty hard to miss. Is it? Okay. Okay. Seems so. Uh, and it does 4d8 plus 8 fire damage. And then an ongoing 10 fire damage. For existing and being on fire. Right, right. So 48 plus, it's up to 40 HP just in one turn. I mean, six, so 16 funny. at the most. Just, just, just to, and there's no, really no way to. I disagree with your math. You do? 42, 52? 4D8. 4D8? Yep. So you roll 4D8s. Yeah, 32. Yeah, so if eight. you like max damage, oh, so it's 40, not 48. Got it. Aha. I was doing it to 36. Math rocks. I was doing nine. Math rock I was, win. I was multiplying <laughs> by nine. Yeah. Math rock win. Um, so in addition to the fire, you've also got the river sticks, which we discussed a couple weeks back. Mm-hmm. It trickles down in a Nessus through a little known small offshoot, which you were talking about security earlier, uh, was heavily guarded by devils who killed any unauthorized visitors mm. on site. Mm. No questions asked. One of the uh, ways to attempt to sneak in and out, but good luck. Yeah, good luck with that. Like, with that. You know, no cool. questions. I'll wait. No, like, I'll hey, wait who are you? Here. What cool. are you doing here? Let me see your Not credentials. dead on site. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or at least they can, you know, they can certainly try, but. You can certainly try. Uh, the river drained into a shallow pool known as the Forgotten Lake, then mm-hmm. continued at the bottom of some of the crevices before percolating through the earth and continuing its course into Gehenna. Okay. Yeah, this is the one that uh, was mentioned. This was actually mentioned in the River Sticks episode, too. And it's called that because nobody knows how to get there. It's forgotten. It's forgotten. Uh some people don't say that it doesn't even exist. Again, so true. it's just a rumor, a legend. Uh, there's also another river, the River Lith, uh, which also flows across Nessus, occasionally dropping into the trenches and trickling its way across the layer. Probably not, named it on account of it tasting bad. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> not yeah. So not much in the way of water, and not definitely not much in the way of water that you would consider drinking. Right? You wouldn't drink that, right? Uh no. No, I'm not drinking from a river ri- a river. A river called Lith. And I'm definitely yeah. not drinking from the river sticks. Okay, so at least at least you won't die that way. No. No, no. I'm not gonna get got by the river. It's gonna be something else. It's go I'm gonna try to boop Asmodeus or something, and that's what's gonna get me killed. Sir, can- you can kill me afterward. I just want to boop you. I just I would like to boop you. Reason, thank boop? you. Uh, <laughs> speaking speaking of Asmodeus, uh, this layer is ruled by him directly by him. 
who presents himself as an illusion of a tall, red-skinned, slender man. Uh, he hmm. is assisted by a court of archdevils that include the Chancellor of Hell, Ajamalik, uh, Inquisitor Fongor, and several other commanders. Now, Chancellor of Hell, like that's, I mean, I want that on a name tag. Is that like? Do you think that's Probably what? Good on a resume. Do you think that's what he aspired to as a baby devil, as a child devil? Baby devil? I don't know. Like he's like, when I grow up, like uh, Adramalek, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like, I want to be Chancellor of Hell. It's mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, if you're a real son of a gun and really, you know, <laughs> do terrible true. things. You're a real scallywag. If you're a real scallywag. Oh, I could scallywag with <clears throat> the worst of them. I'm the worst scallywag there is, sir. You just wait and see. It's like that kid's going places. <laughs> Straight to hell. Wizard yeah. Fongor sounds yeah. absolutely disgusting. I did not even look. I'm not, I haven't looked. And I'm curious. But that name? Like, what is he? Like, what is he? Inquisitor Fongor. Like, what is he in, inquiring about? I wonder. I mean, like, is it, like, is it like, is he like their, uh, like, torture kind of like does he get the information i don't know well he serves as asmodeus's um as his inquisitor as you know as the one mm-hmm. who um uh gets information for him um he's actually feuded with the chancellor of hell because um he has subverted some of the chancellor's spies um oh. and he appears as a man with dead white skin, glittering pink eyes, a hoarse hissing voice, tiny horns, oily black hair, a forked tongue, and red hooves. Oh, good. He, he looks exactly how he sounds. It's it's the glittering pink eyes for me and the, and the combination dead white skin. Okay, so is it like... Hey, first of all, there's nothing wrong with having dead white skin. I'm gonna throw that out there. As well, the but, person, I say like you can have the dead white skin and you can have glittering pink eyes, but you can't have them both and expect me not to just absolutely lift. Well, now I'm picturing like chibi with the big old uwu eyes, all kawaii-fied. No, see, you always do that. You've you always... said glittering pink eyes. That. He's he's disgusting. He's supposed okay. to be disgusting. <laughs> His name is Fongor, for Christ, for goodness sakes. Come on. We're crying out loud. <laughs> Let's move on before you start. You're going to try to worse. or you're going to try to boop Fongor. That's what you're going to try to do. Um, Maybe. Asmodeus also uh, allowed um Zariel to recover in Nessus from the wound sustained by her fall uh, before assigning her as Duchess of Avernus mm-hmm. um and which you know you can familiarize yourself with Zariel in Descent into Avernus mm-hmm. uh Asmodeus's pit fiend generals include executioner Alastor uh, his major domo Balalberith and constable Martinet I like Sounds fancy, right? Like I was gonna say, like yo, Inquisitor uh, Fongor, Executioner Alastor, Balbareth, 
Constable Martinet. That Picturing dude, a slightly French accent, but a real or, bad one. Right, right. He's like, he's I like am Constable Martinet. And like, yeah, he's like the all the French stereotypes. But you know, he's got a pointy mustache. A, that is a devil. Yeah, he's you definitely know that got mustache like, has some points. Yeah, I got the like, twist. I saw you do the twist like, gesture, like, yeah, the, like the Van Dyke sort of thing going on. Yeah, yeah, for like, sure. <laughs> kind of snidely whiplash. <laughs> so uh, beyond that. Beyond, you know, the the sort of like the the right. dukes of he- the dukes of Nessus, uh, Nessus is inhabited by a majority of greater devils, oh, including okay. the legions of pit fiends, cornagons, uh, you know, among others. Mm-hmm. Uh, the armies of Nessus are as Asmodeus's personal troops, though they're not involved in the blood war per se, or the okay. struggles of other lords. Which the blood lord, uh, the blood war is awesome, uh, mm-hmm. and we're definitely going to cover that. Oh, we'll get there. Leading into the release of Planescape, like it's, it's just, this is a lot of fun. We're not only talking about hell during the summer, but because Planescape is soon to come out, we're also going to be talking about all the stuff, all the different planes, uh, and the Blood War is definitely involved in that. So, yep, very excited because Planescape is so cool. He is so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> He's like wiggling in his chair, excited. <laughs> um, so all these, all these different, uh. Pit fiends, uh, devils, they're all very right. tightly controlled by Asmodeus, uh, so tightly controlled that they can only teleport out of Nessus with his permission, though they can teleport around the plane absolutely you know, freely. Right. Uh, similarly, devils from the upper planes, including the Lords and the Dark Eight, mm-hmm. uh, they can only teleport into Nessus when invited by the Lord of Lies. So, I mean, even like, you know, the, the rulers of the other, other layers realm. Mm-hmm. can't just like dip in and be like, hey, neighbor, can I borrow some sugar? It's like, I didn't allow you in here. We have no sugar in hell. <laughs> oh, that would be that would be you bad. can't have sweet tea. Can't. So the tea is unsweetened and the barbecue is bad. Welcome Stop. to Nessus. <laughs> oh, I was going to make an Oklahoma joke. I was going to say, like, it sounds like Oklahoma. Um, anyway, <laughs> and, I, and I say that, I, again, no slander toward any Okies. Uh, He's got to say things like that or they take his card. I, I have to. not to be a Texan anymore. Uh, yeah, as as a Texan, I I am obligated to, bat, to trash talk Oklahoma at least once a week. And it, I don't it, mean anything by it. It's just purely perfunctory. <laughs> um, so uh, that being said, we're going to take a quick break, go to the middle of the show, talk mm-hmm. about all the fun stuff, and then we'll be back to discuss some of the notable locations uh, in Nessus. So like if you had like the like you know, travel guide to Nessus, these are the places <laughs> that they like could say like you need to go visit, uh, which uh, probably isn't if you're trying to stay alive or sane, probably not the don't, best idea. Don't. Yeah, this is not the pamphlet you want to pick up of places to go. But not, if, if you're trying to lose it or whatever, I suppose by, that's all right. By all means. Have at it. This is the middle of the show. Welcome. This is the middle of the show. This, yeah. You, Here it I, is. And I, I know you're a little confused at you know when we started recording. Like, is this the so middle? Like, no, bad. We, this is we just started. What's so bad at that? directions. I am the worst at directions. This is why I don't navigate. Uh, you need Waze. Waze has changed my life. Waze. I need is, Waze. Waze. To navigate. 
Waze. It's an app, like W-A-Z-E. Uh, yeah, it'll make it sound cool. Yeah, it'll literally it. like tell you, like, take this exit. Like, if you're on the highway, it'd be like, take this exit, stay on the access road for a couple of exits and get back on the highway. That'll be like, that'll save you like two minutes. And I'm like, hell yeah, it will. <laughs> I'm down. But we're not here to. We're not, uh, ta- we're not navigating. I the mean, it's, it's one of the. That are the constant construction on a specific interstate highway. 35 i <laughs> know uh, i'll put it out there it's i-35 it is that, that i will i won't backtrack on i'll backtrack on on houston He'll slander I'll, I'll backpedal on oklahoma mm-hmm. slander but i will not backpedal <laughs> on 35 slander it is the worst <laughs> I stand by that that's the hill He'll that's die the hill on. yeah I, the problem I mean, I is probably will die on that damn around hill. it but it's fine um, but yeah, that's just a fringe benefit of listening to the show. You get to um, hear about um, all my different weather uh, and traffic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the tower uh, in Texas. <laughs> but the middle of the show is where we we start off by thanking the patrons. Yes, we do. We start by saying uh, thank you. Um, a special shout out to uh, Ryan Gibbs who became a patron while Sergio was speaking while we were recording. Oh, like, while I was running my it. dumb mouth. He was just running his mouth and it notification popped up so special thank you we appreciate you uh jumping on board here patrons make all of the things possible i mean we'd still probably find a way to do it but it makes it a lot easier oh yeah absolutely it helps us with uh with t-shirts helps Mm -hmm. us with merchant other merchandise it helps us Mm -hmm. you know to pay the uh artist for that art oh yeah Uh, absolutely and so uh, acquire the things to bring you the sneakiest of previews whenever they occur as well Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah, mm-hmm. thank you to uh, all the patrons. All if you're interested well. in uh, in supporting the show in that way, mm-hmm. you can go to patreoncom slash lorecast uh, and sign up for one of the tiers that we got on there. Got all kinds of stuff going on over there. All kinds of little bonuses, you know, merch and early access. Got all the uh, legacy episodes that you can have access to there. Like mm-hmm. literally hundreds of hours of content. Yeah. So much content at your disposal. So many bonuses and more to come. Mm-hmm. And if you want to support the show in other ways, how could they do that, Mary? Oh gosh, you can, uh, you know, go rate us on wherever it is that you're listening to us at. Just go tell them, hey, these guys are awesome. Also, tell your friends that we're awesome. Other, you know, discords when someone's like, hey, I, I need something to listen to, just send them, send them our way. Yeah, I got the, no, I got just the thing. You can, do you it's like us. D&D? Do you like to learn about traffic apps? I've got just the <laughs> show for you. It's true. It's true. You can also find us at DND Lorecast on all of the socials. We are everywhere. And the, the IG, the, the, the TikToks, the, the, TikToks uh, the Twitters. The Twitters, all of the things. The all Twitches. Of the things. Oh, yes. There will be twitching. That we, will be, we will be twitching. We will be twitching. You'll see it. There's a we have a channel over at the uh, Robots Radio Discord that is Dungeons and Dragons channel that we also still visit, and we have our own big brand spanking new Discord because we had to make room for all of you wonderful travelers. We're growing, and that's a direct result of the support of the community. We can't yep. thank y'all enough. Absolutely, it's all your fault, guys. Thank you. <laughs> but the fact that we're doing so much more stuff that's it's all on you. If it's you want someone fault. to blame, take a good, yeah. good hard look look in the mirror. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, something that came across our desks here at the tower 
which puts a little damper on things. Like we spent last week talking about the Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves movie and how much mm-hmm. fun it was. How like how it was just so uh, it, one it was a relief and and because you know it was good. We needed that one. And it wasn't just yeah, it wasn't just good. It was damn good. It was a lot of fun and even yep. folks who aren't, you know, have never played a session of D&D in their life thought mm-hmm. it was great. Yep, this is true. Can in confirm. Fact, I was uh, buying a gift for my friend's son's graduation. Mm -hmm. I was in a Hot Topic, my old stomping grounds, uh, buying a Slayer and Metallica t-shirt for this young man. Nice. Um, And I forgot what I said, but it was kind of um, symmetrical. And then I I said, like, like, that doesn't make any sense just because it's symmetrical. She's like, where did I hear that? I'm like, the Dungeons and Shit. Yes, I saw that last night. It's so good. I'm like, yes. It's very we just good. keep quoting the potatoes. He's <laughs> really potatoes. Um, unfortunately, though, so many uh, times it's been quoted. Unfortunately, um, we have a link to a uh, to an article about why a sequel is unlikely to happen, and it's all because of money. You know, it didn't make as much money at the box office right. as uh, as you know. Obviously, the 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 production company was hoping. Yeah. Um, Timing though, the timing on that, you went up against a giant. You went up against a giant and another giant, and not just any giant, a Nintendo giant. They're terrifying. And so, so, as far as um, you know, the the finances go, doesn't look good. However, you know the the critical and the 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 audience reviews of it, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, over ninety percent on both accounts, and so. Um, you know, there stranger things have happened. Strange, you know. Hey, yeah, it has. As far as you know, movies that have gotten like cult followings or you know, right. beloved films that you know right. weren't that were somewhat it overlooked at the box office. It also shut the door for there to to be you know different shows, different series, different areas of it. I don't feel like it's just gonna you know slip away quietly. That's not a thing that nerds do. No, yeah, exactly. I mean, we still have the live action TV series that's supposed to be on Paramount Plus coming, Excited. and the the success of that, you know, might spur you know the yeah to help a, a sequel being made. Because mm-hmm. I don't think you know it. Like I said, it's not the best news, but I don't think this is the you know the nail in the coffin for for another. Right. I was going to say uh, now the fifth D and D movie. Right. But if nothing else. If we don't ever see another D and D movie again, it's we have like this another one. one. They stopped on a high note. I was gonna say like we have this oh. one and it was great. Mm-hmm. So it's a beautiful thing. Um, also, we have another article linked in the show notes. Uh, Forbes magazine, uh, the magazine of I guess um, of rich people. I guess <laughs> of, that's what that of is. Business. That's what I've always. I was like, yeah, army was... business guys mention it in in movies and shows and stuff. That's right. what I know. Um, well, they have a article about uh, they have the um, hands-on look at the new uh, official D and D VTT virtual tabletop, oh. and so you know that's coming uh, in time for uh, likely the fiftieth anniversary next year. It yeah. might be uh, you know I'd rather get it later and have it be like amazing at the gate than get it as soon as possible. Agreed. And have it be buggy. I understand they want to get it done quickly, but please do it right. Right. I don't exactly. need another VTT, uh, a virtual tabletop that's not 
that's not I needed more user friendly variation. There are not a lot of them out there, and I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, there are um, there are options out there. You got roles. There 20, are, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you've got Fantasy uh, Grounds. Mm-hmm. Foundry got, is another one. Right. Um, Albert Rodeo, I think, is another one too. Albert Rodeo is like it's, it's kind it's of one a of surprising the, dark horse. It is. I I used it for the first time uh, a couple weeks ago while playing some Dungeon Crawl Classics. Yeah. And, uh, it's it seems like it's it's pretty uh, kind of like no frills. Like just this is like play the game. Oh, do you just need something quick to get your game going? Good. Here you go. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I um I, I use like Incarnate last... for my stuff though too. Oh for yeah, Incarnate stuff for, to yeah. upload to other places. I uh I helped uh, I helped uh, the uh, Kickstarter for um. Where I pledged to the Kickstarter for Alchemy. Oh, which, nice! Uh, so, uh-huh. and that seems pretty promising. I've played a couple. I've used it for a session with a secret project that I'm working on. That um, once it goes live, sneaky. Once it goes live, I'll be able to, uh, you know, promote that and talk about that. But it's it's pretty exciting. Um, something that I've been wanting to do for a while. Fantastic. Uh, but yeah, we'll have links to both those articles in the yep. show notes. And going into the home brew, uh, like we oh, said at the top okay. of the show, we're going to be highlighting mm-hmm. this uh, each week during the uh, when we do a nine uh, hotter than a nine hells episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's called Hellbound Heists. It's um, it's it's a it's a good seller. It's got a lot. Of, you know, it's because it's available. Oh, yeah. It's a, available in a, as a physical copy, which yeah. Um, DM's Guild really only allows that for the the titles that have sold a certain amount. Right, right, right. Um, but it's got a murderer's row of talent. Uh, Brian Holmes, uh, Steve Jasper Orr, Ooh. Justice Armin, uh have worked on this, and it's uh it's she's nine... thick. <laughs> yes, yeah, like uh, Hellbound Heist is amazing. And so it's nine layers of hell nine heists and the odds aren't in your favor uh explore each layer as a separate adventure or tie them all together for one hellish campaign uh so 29 new monsters 23 new items one new background and innumerable terror i love that um, so what uh what to expect from the nessus adventure uh, it's called What's in a Name, and this is for levels 17 through 20. So if you just want to run this as a one-shot, and I love doing this. I had the experience of doing this with World Eaters Awakening, is uh, running this with, um, it, which was 17th level, I believe, and getting having my players get to create these like super awesome characters that oh yeah they haven't had a chance to play because, unfortunately, campaigns usually fall apart. Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of uh, adventures for things uh, at that level. Exactly. So uh, your adventurers are in for the heist of their lives, reach the deepest part of the nine hells, all to steal a most powerful name from the fortress of Asmodeus. Uh, and yeah, it's, I mean, it looks, it's in, the art is incredible. The formatting is incredible. It, it would look fantastic on your, uh, yeah. on your book, on your bookshelf. Uh, if you want to get a physical copy uh, or you can just buy the PDF for fifteen ninety five. Solid price for that too. There is okay. a lot in there. I mean, Holy you crap. get nine adventures plus all the mm-hmm. other stuff that I mentioned. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely worth it. 
Uh, but again, a link to that in the show notes. That being said, let's jump back into the show. Welcome back. Uh, we're talking. It. We're talking Nessus. We are. We we're... are. It is. Uh, and it is toasty. It is warm, <laughs> uncomfortably warm. <laughs> it's a uh, yeah. Someone needs to open up a window or something. I'm not opening a window up in Nessus. It's not you're gonna, happening. You're gonna. You're open. gonna let the air out. You're gonna open up a window. Uh, what? If so, you're in Nessus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, already said it's just awful there. What is there to do? What you know? What is what? What sort of landmarks can you visit? I like you know you've got like the the um the Space Needle in Seattle. Right, 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 right. Uh, right. I think there's like a giant bean somewhere. Is that in St. Louis or is that in Kansas City? Where's the bean at? Is that in Chicago? That's in Chicago. I don't know. I've giant... never been there. I just walk right into these. I swear, I, I had no... I didn't mean to do this. <laughs> yeah, the giant bean is in Chicago. Okay, there you uh, go. The Alamo in San Antonio. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like what, what kind of stuff can you visit in Nessus? What, What's what... on the pamphlet for so, reasons to visit Nessus? Uh, so in the deepest pit of all, a rift of incredible depth and width lying immediately below the layer bound the layer boundary between Kanya and Nessus stands mm-hmm. Malshim, the citadel of Valtor. So okay. Malshim is the largest city in all of the outer plains and home to Asmodeus. Okay. It's a monstrously huge structure that's easily hundreds of miles on every side, including vertically. Uh, that is just bizarre. Okay. It's monstrously huge. Seriously huge. Uh, it's the largest known citadel in the Outer Plains, uh, hmm. greater even than Kian Oin in the Gray Waste. Okay. The grim walls of Malshim hold interior passageways and courts that are magnificent beyond description. Halls of gold-veined marble, walls covered in intricate gold leaf and furnishing of the finest quality. And I love this. As however, a tangible aura of despair suffuses its splendid hallways. I love that. And I read it as diffuses. And I was like, oh, you've got those despair diffusers, which is <laughs> definitely a thing. <laughs> uh, some parts of Mashim are completely deserted. And visitors could wander for hours through empty chambers and echoing halls. That sounds extremely unsettling to me. Right. And then the, the whole time. The constant like, expectation that you're going to run into something. Plus that aura of despair. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like some, just something doesn't quite seem right. Uh, the Dark Eight also meet here in Malshim, okay. uh, where they're guarded by overzealous Cornagons. Uh, Gelugans, all of whom kill on sight anyone who's not authorized to be there, oh. uh, including other pit fiends who haven't been invited. Oh, I keep reading it as corn dogs, by the way. So corn the dog. overzealous corn dogs. That's a. Uh, I feel like that's a. Uh, if you were a superhero, 
that would be uh, that would be who you'd be. You'd be the overzealous corn dog. Would I? I feel like yeah. I think so. Maybe. Uh, it says that no one's ever gone inside of their own accord. Oh yeah. And only the barmiest cutter would even think of it, which is like, uh, it's like uh, it's like devil slaying. It's like it's like fiend slaying the barmiest cutter. Like a nineteen twenties, like transatlantic. Oh, only the bombiest cutter would even think of going into a place like that of their own accord. Yeah, I guess if I, so yeah, hearing someone talk like that all the time certainly seems like hell. <laughs> uh, it's a place. I learned that. I learned that. <laughs> it's a place of power and pain, death and undeath, for even the gods surely fear to tread there. Uh, it's said that the Dark Eight are slowly gathering together millions millions of larvae in a, pla- in a plan Ew. that'll rock the Tanari to their very foundation. Now, uh, devils and demons being, uh, you know, being at constant warfare, that's the blood war, the Tanari being the demons. Mm-hmm. Uh, though reports are sketchy, the chant is that the Batazu, the devils, are attempting uh something called the bringing and they're willing to sacrifice millions of future potential batazu to see it accomplished oh now All what right. that is we don't know the bringing sounds ominous well, like like bring it then let's go I'm gonna call it the bringing man because that's what we're gonna do. Are they bros? They're Are they like bros. frat bros? They're frat bros. Yeah. I'd say a combination of that like the 1920- zoo. The 1920s voice and like frat bros. That's that's that definitely sounds like my hell. <laughs> uh, so Malshim is big enough to house millions of devils, mm-hmm. an army larger than any fielded in the Blood War. And but like I said, they usually don't interfere with that it, that's sort of uh i guess below them if you know if not above them ah, you get what i mean uh now if a body were uh if somebody were to get uh themselves invited here maybe as a part of a deal they could learn all sorts of things on the other hand nobody's stupid enough to try to cut a deal with those who control this lair right Sure, I'm sure nobody's ever been that stupid. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they're every DM listening to this right now is like, I've got a player, if not if not a couple of players in my party that are that stupid. Mm-hmm. 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 If it's are they stupid or do they just not care? Stupid like a fox. Stupid like a fo- it's only stupid if it doesn't work. Hey, there you go. It's only uh, stupid if it does not work. Also, uh, located at the bottom of an enormous trench below mm-hmm. or directly below the portal from the pit in Kanya, it's mm-hmm. inhabited by devils held in reserve for an unknown cataclysmic battle. So you just got this like this trench with millions of devils just chilling. <laughs> Okay. It's like waiting. Held in reserve, my brain went to like stasis as well. Like Fry from uh, uh-huh. Futurama. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, maybe. But just millions of devils. You're just walking through this pit and they're all just standing there frozen. 
or in various positions, frozen in time and space. Yeah. It's like mannequins, uh, and then one moves. Like that thing just move. Mm-hmm. Um, some other places, uh, Tabjari is a copper-clad citadel that juts from the wall of a deep rift and serves okay. as a repository for dark lore that's, that stands along the walls of Reaper's Canyon. Now this, oh, no. if you and I ever found ourselves oh, in Nessus, this no. is probably where we'd want to go. Uh, in its vaults lies one copy of the three which exist of the Pact Diabolus, an ancient agreement between Asmodeus and the uh, the deities regarding the devil's place in the universe, Ooh. the Pact Primeval. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other two remain in uh, Mechanus and on Mount Celestia. Right. Uh, no mortal has ever viewed the Pact, but many suspect that Asmodeus got the better of his divine enemies. I mean, that's kind of his thing. I mean, that's, that's his brand for sure. Right. If he didn't, would he really deserve to be in that position? Right. Or and if he if he didn't, would he really admit it? Also like, oh, true. Man, they, they really got me. Ah, oh, they really bent me over a barrel. God dang it. Oh, well. Yeah, I tried. they got me. Like, There's no way they got him. He wouldn't let it happen. Ah, uh, the reputation. I know, right? I mean, like I say, he couldn't suffer that, like mm-hmm. even if it were true. Uh, the chalices of woe, creatures what? who arouse the particular ire of Asmodeus, are sealed into red hot coffins and left here, kept alive through endless years of torment by diabolical magic. These yes. hundreds of chalices stand in rows amid the ruins of a forgotten city. Some are said to hold the spirits of great heroes. Who fell under Asmodeus's power centuries ago? West Hook, <laughs> Quest Hook. Right, exactly. Beautiful. Uh, Neshmanar, this secretive city, hides behind towering walls of black stone, broken only by a small, single gate. Hmm. Which, like, that seems more terrifying than like this. Yeah giant like you know ominous gate with all the guard towers and all the tents yeah just this little like you know rinky dink small gate i'm like no good no that's a trap i'm not going in there that gate's a trap in any video game i have ever played right that would be a trap uh within its gloomy halls a cabal of cambians and devils learned in arcane lore experiment with the breeding of monsters the creation of infernal constructs and the perfection of dark rituals. Oh, this yeah, that sounds like the worst place ever. That sounds like a trap for sure. That's definitely a trap. It says that damn souls brought to Nesh- Neshmanar are consumed in the most terrible ways imaginable, sometimes as nothing more uh, than to feed uh, hellish monstrosities. Uh, at these, uh, these some of which are like just, uh, yet unknown beyond the citadel walls, like things you've never even seen or heard of before. Ah, uh, that's where they're brewing up stuff for the monster manual. Exactly, <laughs> that's uh, that's Santa's workshop for the monster manual. That's that's Santa's workshop for the DMs. That's uh, a little something for us. And there's there's a pit fiend by the name of Neshem who rules okay. over this city and supervises the dark studies of its foul lords. 
fantastic. Uh, what there, else is there? There's, um, I had to I had to pare it down. There's so many cool places. Uh, I had to pick uh, just a few of my favorites. Uh, the Gorge of Slaughter. Yeah. Uh, when a pit fiend is born of Asmodeus's veins, uh, sheds blood, a lower order devil, uh, more often a barbo, is born. And many of these creatures mm-hmm. have a lust for violence that's second only to that of demons. And they migrate to this area, to this gorge of slaughter. Hordes of lesser devils congregate along low shelves carved into the canyon walls. And when they're not fighting for the floor of this gorge, they watch with screaming glee while other devils rend each other. They grow stronger, the survivors, uh, and the weak are eminently replaceable. That sounds awful i love it it sounds like like a devil like fight club (laughs) you're not supposed to talk about that i mean right it sounds like something that i know that i know nothing about nope not even a little bit uh there's the crevice of regret this is Mm -hmm. awesome uh mortals of alignments other than off a lawful evil who approach this gorge with the intention of descending into it feel a twinge or unease of unease mm-hmm. as if entering such a place would be a transgression against their belief and they must exceed a dc 25 will save to continue downward that is fantastic uh there's hell's lips mm-hmm. mortals venturing through the entrance to this gorge become unnaturally hungry and thirsty they consume food and water supplies at four times the normal rate. Now, the terrible person slash DM in me reads that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so what happens if they run out of food and water? You know, what happens yes, if... Uh, they better figure it out. I think we got some cannibals on our hands probably <laughs> right probably or they would eat the demons uh i'd Devils. say they probably Hunt for something i mean that demon meat so or the devil meat so gamey though it's just like jerky oh i would like some jerky i would like but it's would, not I, gotten I, flavor I, I would oh no. no seasonings in hell Dang Sergio. It. It just I was going to say, like, I try some devil jerky. Texan is all I've turned this into. This is, yeah. And it's, it's, I guess it's, you know, depending on where you're from, it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's whatever you mm-hmm. would, would hate. That would be what it is. As, yep. as Texans, this is, that's what it is for us. This is our hell. <laughs> um, so we also have the Citadel of Fortress Nesses, which is, um, you know, um, Asmodeus is like personal abode. Right, where uh, he kicks it. It rises far above the plane from the bottom of the rift. And then finally, we're going to talk about the serpent's coil, which is okay. the deepest rift of the layer. Ooh. Uh, but due to the overwhelming number of trenches in Nessus, it's not immediately obvious. However, upon closer inspection, it's revealed a rift that spirals in on itself over the course of hundreds of miles. Oh, uh, about one mile wide, the serpent's coil descends uh, 
roughly five miles to the very bottom of the tip. You would get so lost so easily. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, unbeknownst to the uh, Batazu inhabitants of Nessus, the serpent's coil was formed by the plummeting body of Asmodeus at the end of his fall, and Ooh. his titanic form still rests at the bottom of the rift. The story goes that the true form of Asmodeus actually still resides in this deepest rift of Nessus. Oh. And that the shape that is seen by all the other devils of the nine hells and anybody else who un is unlucky enough to find themselves there uh, in right. the fortress of Malshim is actually a highly advanced use of the project image spell or an avatar of some sort. Like we mentioned mm -hmm. that on the rare occasions that he does appear in person, he takes the form of a red-skinned humanoid, right. uh, you know, slim, small black horns, dressed in bejeweled robes, and affecting an urbane manner. Right. A uh, calm, chillingly reasonable creature whose modest appearance is completely at odds with his true power. Hmm. But, you know, as far as his true form... Mm -hmm. Still laying at the bottom of Serpent's Coil. His wounds have yet to heal. His acid black blood pooling in the hollows of the rift. A substance fouler than foul. Ew. The blood shed by Asmodeus's wounds constantly sprout new devils. Perfect specimens of peat fins and pit fiends and <laughs> corn dogs. No, cornugons. Uh, these devils and corn dogs, peat fins and corn dogs. Uh, these devils, consisting of cornigons and peat fins, are peat. Why do I keep saying that? Pit fins, peat fins. I'm so uh, glad it's not just me. I do that all the time. Are mm -hmm. perfect specimens of their race. Oh. Uh, they have maximum hit points, and they're blindly loyal to Asmodeus. Huh. And as we've said before, that there's a huge right. army. After so many years of languishing in Nessus, Asmodeus has built up this army of incredible of a of incredible size. Yeah, he's just laying there bleeding out, making more of them. Right. And should he break free of Bator, a horde of pit fiends and cornugons would follow in his wake. That... So let's. Yeah, let's That's hope so Asmodeus never gets free of Nessus. I hope nobody sets a group of really high-level adventurers on him to, you know, maybe stop that or something. That'd be crazy. Or maybe to, uh, let's do uh, let's do an evil campaign. Let's free Asmodeus. Let's go free Asmodeus for reasons. For why? For reasons. Reasons. Asking uh, but... for a friend. Who's your friend, Asmodeus? Dang <laughs> it. Dang it. Damn it, you tricked me. Uh, but yeah, so there you have it. That is the first of the nine layers of hell that we will be discussing during our Hotter Than the Nine Hells series. Yep. I am excited. And if you want to hear get some more Nessus action, mm -hmm. you can sign up for the Patreon. Uh, starting at the Scholar level, you get access to all of our bonus content, including... Right patron plus installments and we've got one for nesses it's um just a absolutely just chef's kiss of a character that i found named alices the butcher of nesses uh, oh and... anybody whose name is the butcher of like that's the character i want to read about i'm like oh i'm gonna 
hate this guy. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be so good. But yeah, we'll di- we'll dive into that for the Patreon Ooh. Plus installment of this episode. Uh, and if, like I said, if you're interested in that, check out patreon.com slash D&D Lorecast. Yep. Thank you so nice. much for listening. Uh, thank you for letting us uh, be a part of your life for this short amount of time. It. You guys Absolutely. are awesome. My name is Sergio. And I am Mary. Fair at the well, dear listener. And until we meet again, may all your 20s be natural. Thank you for listening to the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. If you've enjoyed the show, consider following us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at DD Lorecast. Or jumping into the Robots Radio Discord to chat more with us about Dungeons and Dragons. We'll see you soon. Listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at Robots Radio.